I'm going to make this podcast short because it's awfully weird. I'll call it Making Some Sense of Freedom. Religions commonly take the position that freedom is found in submission to their commandments, doctrines, and hierarchies. Though I'm convinced there's more to freedom Christ offers than submission alone can grant. The church's position exposes a truth writers can learn from, that our most crucial skill may well be creating or imposing structure. Dashiell Hammett, in his unfinished novel called Tulip, maintained that everybody has good stories, but they're only worth writing or reading once they've been given an effective structure. More than any other factor, structures are what make our stories, essays, dance routines, or sporting events compelling. Structure frees us writers from the need to be a great stylist, as even a mediocre stylist can entertain readers as long as she's working with the solid structure. Structure can free us from the nagging doubt that our story will find a right ending. And structure may serve as the place where beauty and truth reside. In Summa Theologica, St. Thomas Aquinas wrote, Beauty and goodness in a thing are identical fundamentally, for they are based upon the same thing, namely the form. After reading this passage in its context, I believe what Aquinas means here by goodness is something like perfection, in which a thing's or person's or whatever essence is realized in its existence. So I suspect he would urge us writers to find the form or structure each story calls us to use. I told you this would be rather weird. Now get ready for even weirder. Philosopher and theologian Soren Kierkegaard advocated the pursuit of spiritual and artistic freedom, yet he warned us that even imagining such freedom can engender fierce anxiety or dread, which he defined as the apprehension of the possibilities freedom offers. Dread, to Kierkegaard, is the dizziness of freedom. Freedom from intellectual, emotional, or social restraint can open our eyes to beauty. And if poet Rainier Maria Rilke is correct, beauty is nothing but the beginning of terror, which we are just able to endure, and we are so awed because it serenely disdains to annihilate us. Every angel is terrifying. So beauty is the realm of angels, and angels terrify us because they are reflections of God. The Old Testament holds that if we saw God, we would surely die, because God is more beautiful than he created us to bear. So he gave us Christ, his appearance moderated by Jesus' humanity, as our standard of truth and beauty. But to truly know Christ, we need to live with him and see what he saw and what he sees and learn that beauty doesn't only reside in the divine and the good. Beauty also resides in great sinners, in horror, death, all kinds of darkness, wonder, and tragedy. So if, as Aquinas asserted, the best synonym for beautiful is true, and if truth resides in the heights and the depths, 
we dizzy writers are sometimes obliged to go those places if we hope to write the truth. That's all for now. For those who prefer not to wait for next week, Writing in the Spirit, the book and ebook is available in most online stores and many libraries. If your library doesn't have it, please ask them to order the book, the ebook, from Overdrive, a distributor that specializes in serving libraries.